What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of my podcast. Let's get this thing started. It's draft day, part two. Let's go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Wheeler Podcast. It's your boy, Josh Wheeler, here to bring you another edition of the Wheeler Podcast. This week, it is part two of the NFL Draft special. Uh, Next week, we will get back to our regularly scheduled program, I promise, uh, because there really isn't a lot of sports to talk about with sports not going on. Uh, but being it is draft week, it's draft day, um, I'm going to be talking about sports and about football. So I'm here for the next 20, 30 minutes to kind of give you a rundown of the rest of the picks for round one. Uh, if I did all the picks for the draft, I probably would have a never-ending podcast, and the last thing people want to do is listen to me talk more than I actually do. Um, So I'm here to give you the rest of the picks that I did not run through last week. And uh, yeah, let's just, you know, let's jump right into it. Um, So last week, basically, I left off with Denver. Um... Just kind of leaving it out there, uh, jump into 16. The Atlanta Falcons have the 16th pick of the NFL draft. Um, I see them going with a tackle for this. Uh, Derek Brown, defensive tackle from Auburn, is a stud. Uh, He has really good run blocking ability. Um, They've had him... You know, high on their list. Ever since the combine, they've been eyeing Derek Brown to be their guy, and I see them going uh, offensive. Or sorry, excuse me, defensive tackle with this pick. They have six picks in this draft, uh, and making those picks count will get them to the promised land. And I think honestly, I feel like Atlanta will have a deep run in the postseason. Uh, if you grab O line and maybe a corner, and you know. Even grab a running back in like third or fourth round, you're you're golden, you're gravy, you're good. Um, so yeah, and then on to number seventeen, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I see them going with a safety, and I think it'll be Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. Uh, his size kind of questionable, but don't let that fool you. Uh, he's very versatile, very quick. And, you know, he's a big hit playmaker on the field. I see this being a good fit to this uh, Dallas defense that, you know, took a lot of L's in the offseason with free agency. And, you know, they'll need to make this draft much like they their uh, 2017 draft and just go defensive heavy all throughout because, uh, I mean, yeah, they need an O-line. <laughs> They need to protect Dak Prescott, their number one guy right now at quarterback, and maybe even at a wide receiver. But mostly, I think they need to go defensive heavy in the draft to 
you know, call it a win. Um, 18, as I mentioned, I see Tua Tonga-Vailoa dropping all the way down to 18. I see that being a just one of those guys that just keeps falling and falling and falling. He has so many injuries, especially early on in his college career. And then more so the hip injury this past winter. You know, I just don't see it being a big selling point. I think a lot of people are going to pass up on him. But, you know, I could be wrong. You never know. Um, 19. Las Vegas Raiders. I see taking. Now, you know, you all know. I love Vegas. But with that said... I see the Las Vegas Raiders picking Jordan Love. Now, many of you may be questioning my pick due to Marcus Mariota going to Vegas as well as their commitment to Derek Carr, which is never-ending. But trust me, when I tell you grooming the future is key here, and Gruden is no slouch to this as he's been behind many great players in his coaching career, and I think he has the knowledge to build this thing up in Vegas over the next couple of years. Uh, and if anything, I don't see them sticking with Derek Carr much longer. So I see them picking Jordan Love uh, at number 19. I think it's a right pick. I think it's a surprise pick that'll you know, knock a lot of people's socks off. But um, I see them picking up quarterback Jordan Love. End of story. Um, 20. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Patrick Queen. Um, this guy's a one-year starter at LSU. I see him, and he... I see a guy that oozes confidence. Um, I think Jacksonville is in dire need of a, a linebacker in this round. Jacksonville needs star picks on both lines today. But I think, you know... The offseason left Jacksonville in the dust. So they're looking to rebuild. And the first big steps forward start with this pick. And it doesn't get a lot better at linebacker than Patrick Queen from LSU. Uh, the guy is absolutely dominant. He's a stud. Um, and I'm excited to see what he can do on that next level in the NFL uh, this coming season. If this season happens. Um, 21. Philadelphia, uh, I almost said Phillies. Philadelphia Eagles select Justin Jefferson. Now, if there was ever a guy that was too small to be successful in the draft, I think this guy's it. Uh, you know, super, not super muscular, but man, oh man, this guy is as good as it gets. He's made up a lot of ground from where he started with the organization. And I think... Eagles are in dire need of receivers, and this draft has a plethora of them. Uh, most of their focus will be uh, on the secondary in this draft in the later rounds, uh, just for excuse me insurance purposes and you know adding some young defenders. But wide receiver, I think, is number one priority with them right now, and I think. Given the right receivers, Carson Wentz can do some good things. So I see them getting Justin Jefferson from LSU with this pick. 22. 
the number we've all been waiting for. The Minnesota Vikings select Oklahoma's Kenneth Murray. Um, cornerback is number one priority with this draft. However, they do go to linebacker because I believe they need a big man to block the run and then go to corner in the next pick at 25 with uh, possibly Trayvon Diggs. Um, because why not bring in the little bro? I mean, it creates a good storyline. Plus, he's a talented corner uh, from Alabama who can help fill in a good chunk of their needs at defending the pass um, and the run offense as well. Um, you know, I just, I see unlimited potential with the Vikings as far as where they can go. And I see them, I see them kind of bringing it to that next level. I know things were a little shaky with Stefan Diggs on our team last year, but, um, you know, I honestly, I think that if you put the right people on defense for the Vikings, I think they can do big things this season. And I think the Vikings are going to have one of the more solid all around draft, um, draft picks this season. Excuse me, I'm trying to think and talk at the same time. It doesn't always work that way uh, super well. Um, but yeah, I see the Vikings adding maybe a couple weapons for um, Kirk Cousins. And I think it kind of starts with you know a couple good wide receivers. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe get, uh, not, not, I don't, they don't need a running back. I think Delvin Cook is pretty much a lock for this team. And, you know, I think uh, just adding to that defense for the Vikings is key at 22. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what else you can do except for maybe getting a corner and maybe an O-line person. But, like, offensively, I think all you need is a wide receiver for the Vikes. And uh, I'm excited to see how things go with them in the draft uh, this season. Uh, it should be good. Uh, on to number 26. Next up, we have Miami. Uh, they need a tackle. Uh, I see them getting Josh Jones, who... By this point, I think will be a little bit of a surprise still being on the board. Uh, Josh Jones from Houston to polish up that defense as well as maybe a lineman and a safety in the later rounds. Uh, Miami's got a lot of traction to uh, make this season. And, you know, obviously Miami's never been relevant, but there's a reason that they were not the worst team uh, going into this draft. But, you know... I think Tua will be a big game changer and just getting that defense a little more bulked up will put them in the right steps for the new direction they need to go in. Um, 27, Seattle. They will be looking to uh, build on their defensive front line. So I see them surprising some people and grabbing maybe, uh, let's see here, Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech. Um, with Rashad Penny 
coming off of an injury, this team needs protection for uh, Russell Wilson. And the offensive scheme of things basically needs to be eh, maybe topped off. Uh, so I see O-line maybe for round two for Seattle. But uh, Jordan Brooks is the right guy they need to go after for pick to, uh, pick 27. Uh, I think it's the best move that you can do. Um, and then on to 28, Baltimore Ravens. I see them selecting the agile linebacker from Wyoming, Logan Wilson. This guy is agile and can create big plays, and he has... Pretty good reads on plays and quick on his feet. Uh, eventually, though, the Ravens do need to add some protection for Lamar Jackson. Maybe pick up an O-line with the next two picks as well as maybe a wide receiver to give uh, Lamar another weapon. This team was really, really good and hit a brick wall last season. And I really had all the potential in the world for them. And, you know... That kind of leads me into pick 29. Tennessee Titans blew everybody out of the water last year. It was incredible and it was fun to watch uh, you know, from the outside looking in. However, I do see them needing some offensive front help. So I think they will go to Georgia. Offensive tackle, Isaiah Wilson. Uh, big guy, huge guy. You have to kind of bulldoze through him because if you do, he's not that agile. So you may be able to get past him. But if you do, if you hit, a, if you feel like you just hit a wall, it's most likely because you hit a 350-pounder. And, you know, that's the only downside is he's, he's big, he's strong, he's muscular, he's bulky, but he does not maneuver as well as you would hope for a offensive tackle. Uh, I see them much like New Orleans, not having to do too much to adjust based on the mo momentum they had last season and will likely have this season. So I see um, offensive tackle this pick. Uh, at 30, Vegas. I see Las Vegas going with Jeff Gladney. I see this as being a D-heavy draft for uh, Vegas. Kind of to counteract their offense getting young talent. I don't see Gruden leaving first round without a defensive player, defensive star. So I think Jeff Gladney is a great, great pick. Uh, I've been hearing Ben Lieber kind of talk about this guy on K-Fan all week. And he's kind of one of those guys that just stuck out to me uh, with this draft as far as corners go. And I'm excited to see if maybe Vegas can pick him up and add him to their squad and get this foundation up and moving in Vegas. 31. Now, I mentioned earlier, wide receiver. Cool. I see San Francisco going for O-line this pick. Uh, like I said, there's two, excuse me, two plethoras of positions in this draft. It's wide receiver and O-line. You have your wide receiver, now get protection for Jimmy G. I say Cesar Ruiz for this pick. Uh, he's a big guy, but quick-footed, recognizes where the ball's going. Also, he can identify uh, 
you know, plays and intentions of runners, passers pretty well. Uh, I see this being an underrated scoop for the Niners. I think they're going to make another deep run this season, given the right draft picks are made um, this weekend. So, finally, 32, Kansas City. Now, I think they give Patrick Mahomes a weapon. I think they go TCU wide receiver Jalen, and if if I'm butchering this name, I promise I'm not trying to. I think it's Jalen Regor from TCU. Um, I think he's very explosive and really can distance himself from defenders fairly easily. I know NFL is a completely different animal when it comes to that, but I think um, he's got a good offensive and kind of defensive presence to him. He's a good blocker as well, but I see this being a very, very solid pick for Kansas City. Obviously, they don't have to do much because of how talented that squad is and how well-rounded Kansas City is, being the Super Bowl champs, and just the aura of talent they have on that team. So I see them going wide receiver with pick 32. Now, that is my draft recap, if you will. Um, I've pretty much kind of gave you a run-through today, just because... A, it's a busy day, and B, um, I'm going to kind of blame it more on me being a more casual NFL guy. I had to legitimately research this stuff for hours just to prep for this, so I apologize if it's not as in-depth as ESPN or anything like that, but I promise you it's going to be a fun draft. It's going to be a fun day. Um, I'm excited for this weekend. I'll kind of keep my eye on everything. See how teams do, see how teams don't do, I guess. Um, but next week, I will be back with a kind of meaty podcast. Uh, and I'll elaborate more on what it's about earlier in the week so you guys know and are prepared. But it's kind of pertaining to... The school situation right now. Class of 2020, if you will. Uh, and no, I'm not just talking about high school. I'm talking about something even bigger than that. And I'm excited to kind of share that with you and share a personal story as well to go along with it. I'm excited for that. Uh, stay tuned. Stay listening. Stay safe. But more importantly, have an amazing amazing draft day have a good weekend stay safe stay inside stay home if you can and i will see you guys hopefully soon bye